Hello and welcome to Being Honest with My Ex. My ex is Honor Eastley, better known as SJ. Nope, that's not right. What have you got on your face? I just started bleeding. <laughs> I think. Why are you bleeding? I think I just picked something on my face and it started bleeding. I just saw you oh. like rub your cheek and suddenly there was a smear of something. Is there a smear of something on my face? Yeah. No. Oh, Shit. it's coming back. I can see it returning. Is it? It's coming back? I can't see it yet. It's blood. Do you want to... Let me get a tissue. <laughs> what a dramatic start. I'm really disappointed in myself. <laughs> because I did such a good job of not popping that pimple. I'm, I'm... And I just mindlessly scratched it a little bit i'm really impressed with your timing because i'm always like i want to start with us like being natural and doing a little bit that's not <laughs> scripted and this time we didn't really have anything and then you started bleeding from the face so well done yeah. sj i you know blood sweat and tears for the art man hello and welcome to being honest with my ex my ex is sj better known as honor eastley and my ex is bleeding from the face. Yes, yes. My ex is Peter C. Hayward. You don't have a better known as. It's, you don't I'm... have anything else. <laughs> you don't have another cool name. Uh, I feel like I should say, it's actually, I didn't realize how kind of annoying it would be to have two names. Like, it's okay, but it's like, it makes life a little bit complicated. In, in what sense? So, I chose another name because basically I put out a video of me, uh, when I was in a psychiatric hospital and I was like, great, you do, 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 that's perfect. And then at the same time, I was having a big crisis about what to do with my life. And I realized that my attitude of like, fuck it, whatever, was not going to like fly until I reached 40. It was not a good long-term strategy. <laughs> it was not a good long-term strategy because I used to be like, fuck it, yeah, whatever. And I did a show called That Sexy Show um, that you, we did together. It's true. And I use my own name in it, like my full whole name, which is, I don't have an issue with. I don't, I, I'm not ashamed of anything that I did. But when, at the time last year, I was like, maybe I want to like get a real job, like be a teacher or something. This is going to be a mega problem. Because as soon as they would Google my name, right? Yeah, they would be like, why is my teacher talking about anal fisting on this website? That would make for a great fodder. If I was a teenager, holy shit, I would be <laughs> right on top of that. So then I decided to make another name. I made another name. A pseudonym. Pseudonym, yeah. And then I started getting more attention online. And as such, some people who didn't like me found my personal Facebook and then reported it because it was obvious that it wasn't my real name right because it wasn't on it easily and it was like sjsj was my name on facebook so someone reported it and then facebook was like you need to change your name i hate that policy by the way i really dislike oh, it i hate it so much and it's actually really really problematic particularly for people who um like for privacy reasons but also for people who are trans and have changed their name but ha like haven't legally changed it because facebook will like give us your passport and I was like no so I just changed my name my personal account to Honor Eastley 
So everything was the same. Yeah. And it meant that if people tagged me anywhere on Facebook, it would all be the same name. So So you um, couldn't be tracked down by the... It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really obvious that it's not my legal name. If you were listening to this, please don't report my personal Facebook account. It's really, really annoying. <laughs> Super annoying. Uh, uh, anyone who's had that happen to them will understand how annoying it is. So now all, everything online is under the same name. And so now a lot of people know me with different with different names. And it's something that I used to be really embarrassed about because I, fe- I felt like a dickhead that I had more than one name. So you had a stage name. Yeah, and but also that people would call me that and in situations one person would call me something, one person would call me something else and like I felt like people might be annoyed if like depending on what name I introduce myself as. And I do introduce myself as different things depending on where I am and people call me different things depending on how they know me. See, the first time I encountered this was actually this is funny. It's it's the guy who's doing our outro this episode. Oh yeah. I know him as Nick. No, I know. Oh, fuck, I don't know what I know him as. I know him as everything <laughs> because he went to high school with my cousin as Nick, and then got heavily involved in some local student radio as Felix. Yeah, I know. I know him as Felix. Right, and so I think of him as Nick, but I think I was introduced to him as Felix. As well as that, he's legally changed his name at least two times, possibly more. Wow. And so he is, that's the first time I've, I've really encountered the whole, the whole name thing. I have a few trans friends, but I don't think I've actually known someone who transitioned. All of my trans friends uh, had already transitioned by the time I met them. And so when we started this podcast, uh, this, was, this was something you were terrified of, me calling you SJ. You were like, people are not going to understand. People are going to get so confused. We have to put it in every episode's show notes. And that's why we wrote that little intro of uh, my ex SJ, better known as Honor Eastley. Yeah, and the first... Uh, episode, I had some people ask me why I was called SJ. Did they really? Yeah. I thought this was a thing that was just entirely in your head. <laughs> no, no, not entirely in my head. Some people asked me why, why, why does Peter call you SJ? And I, I think I went over the top and I gave a really big explanation and they were like, <laughs> oh yeah, that makes total sense. And I was like, oh, I think like the anxiety is 40,000 words later. Yeah. Is in my own head. And someone came in and was like, oh, I do the same thing. You've gone through a few because oh, I know as you as... Oh, my God, some awful, awful names. Oh, no, not only that. I know you as SJ, but your family will typically call you Sarah. And then there are some people who yeah. call you Sarah Jane. Yeah. And so you, even before you, you got all on a East lead up, you had three different names. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. It's... I... Yeah, I feel... I feel like a bit of a dickhead sometimes, but... I think that I am much more concerned about it than anyone else. I think so that's probably I, I'm true. I'm just going to go with that and be like, no one else gives a fuck. Just choose a name. When I started writing Erotica, I went under two different pseudonyms and I was really careful to separate everything. And then, I don't know, like six weeks in, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't really care if anyone finds me as Peter C. Haywood. I'm very, very, very glad that we live in an era where I can do that, but also... Uh, I don't ever want to be a teacher or a politician or... Well, you've definitely crossed yourself off a lot of shit. Right. Like in doing that. Sorry, that sounds much more aggressive than I... No, no, no. It's it's totally true. And it's that whole thing of my little brother is 19. And when he was 18, he was like on a whim. He was like, I might go get a tattoo. And I felt like such an older brother because I was like, "Don't, don't go and get a tattoo and impulse because... It seems like a good idea now, but in 70 years' time, with modern technology and, and science and all that, you could still be very healthy and very alive and still hating that tattoo you got when you were 18. He didn't get the tattoo, and I think he resented me being oh, a bit older brother. I don't, I don't feel that way about it. I feel like regret is part of life, and 
if you got a tattoo and learned how to regret it healthily, I feel like that would be a very powerful tool. But wouldn't you rather just avoid the regret? I agree. I don't have any tattoos. Right, okay. <laughs> I, I also feel like, you know, the people who have tattoos that they regret are probably learning some sort of valuable miles superpower. And yeah, so my, my bigger, I'm always more afraid of not doing the thing than I'm of doing the thing. I, I feel like if someone is going to do a dumb thing, it is sort of your job to try to talk, talk them out of it. Yeah, but I'm just saying I don't think that that's necessarily a dumb thing. Also, it's his body and he can do whatever the hell he wants with it. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with all the things you're saying. I know you but, understand that. But if, if your 18-year-old brother was like, I might get a tattoo on a whim, what would your reaction be? Would you be like, go on, regrets are good for you? Ah, no, I wouldn't say that. What I'd would you say? Like, it's your body. You could do what you want. Do you want my advice? I would probably not do that. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think I said to him, look, if you want to go for it, it's your life. But I would really advise against it and he uh i think he generally listens to what i say he listens to the podcast so he literally listens to what i say <laughs> when i'm talking to you we've had some we've had some positive responses to this podcast it's been really lovely oh yeah it's been it's been really really nice actually i've been really surprised by i shouldn't say surprised i should be like yeah of course we have duh um but it's been really really nice uh, it's an idea that i was very excited about yeah and i was confused about why you were so excited about it uh this this has gotten really meta so we'll get off this in a second but um i was i was listening to harmontown when i came up with this and i was like i want to do a podcast who would i do it with i'll do it with sj what is harmontown i think i've talked about this before harmontown is a, a podcast by dan harman the creative community and it's fascinating it's really fascinating it's got like 178 episodes now and they're all like an hour and a half long I'm up to episode 29 or something like that uh and it's just two guys kind of bantering and i thought oh I w who would i do a podcast with i'd do it with sj oh my god doing a podcast with your ex i think that's something people would actually listen to and that's something i've been trying to get better at is doing stuff that people actually care about <laughs> because for many <laughs> for many 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 years i worked on projects that no one cared about and i learned a lot about doing, through doing these projects and i met some cool people but i'm at the point in my life now I'm, I'm an old man as i said where i'm just like i want to do stuff that people will actually enjoy instead of not giving a shit about that's a really 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 good focus, good <laughs> and, focus. So, and so i thought a SJ's interesting, so I'll do a podcast with her. And B, I would listen to a to people who had a horrible breakup and used to be engaged. Like, holy shit, I want to listen to that podcast. Well, someone said it's like I think it's interesting because some people uh, expect a much more adversarial relationship. Yeah, or like the the title makes it sound like we're gonna be like so. And I have thought about doing this. Why did you cheat on me that one time? Can I can I respond to that? Uh. That, that was why just did, a made-up thing. Why did you way. cheat on me that one time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get into that in a later episode. That'll be called um, Cheating on My Ex. <laughs> <laughs> I like that title. Um, but I think, I think part of it is for a lot of people who've had similar relationships, like this kind of relationship is something people can relate to. As well as that, something that's not normally represented. The only other example I can think of of, of like people who used to date and get along is uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Elaine from Seinfeld. Ah, uh, yeah. Like other than that, it tends to be there's this real thing in uh, in Western media. I don't know about other types of media, but in Western media, whew, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna onion out for a second. One of my favorite blogs is called The Pervocracy, and oh, the, I love that blog. It's amazing. It's it's by a a, a person who. The feature that gets most people into it is called... Cosmocking. Cosmocking, where she goes through the magazine Cosmopolitan and just takes the piss out of the awful, awful just advice. Just 
rips it apart from a feminist lens. From a feminist sex positive, so good. porn positive, like really, really, in, like yeah. all of my sort of ideals wrapped up in this little blog. It's amazing. And uh, Holly oh, goes by Cliff now. Cliff, so when, when the blog happened, it was by Holly. So I'm going to say Holly, um, like when this entry happened. Holly was reading one and she was like... Actually, what is the... What is, like, how do you refer to those things? So I refer to the ones when she wrote as a she called Holly as she and Holly, and then afterwards as Cliff, because that's what she explicitly says it's okay to do. Okay, all right. If that's... It makes it a lot easier. They said, yeah, okay. Uh, I was like, yeah, okay, all right. Because she's not... She's not trans... Trans? Oh, that's an awful sentence. Um, (laughs) That is a... Fuck, that is a bad sentence. I read the blog post yesterday where she was talking about becoming Cliff and she and, and, and Holly slash Cliff said that the two main factors are... The th- three main factors are, one, she wants to separate her, like, real life and her online persona, like you said, we are totally on theme, how about that? Hey. By going by Cliff instead of Holly, because she talks about some pretty dark sexual stuff and doesn't want that associated with her day job as a nurse. Secondly... Uh, curious to see how people would treat her differently if she went by Cliff instead of by as, as Holly, because you know people who who identify as male online get treated differently to people who identify as female online. Yeah. And thirdly, because she doesn't feel totally feminine, so it's not someone transitioning from being a woman to being a man, or from being a woman to being a they, or anything like that. It was sort of like a little experiment, and so Holly is not super precious about it. Is my understanding? If I'm incorrect, please let me know because I like to be correct and know things. And so in this blog post, we're, we're Jumping back in one layer of the onion. In this blog post, Holly was uh, taking the piss out of Cosmo and was saying that she's worked out why they have this obsession with ex-boyfriends being scum. And that is because the the ideal view in the, in the eyes of the readers and the writers of this magazine is that you find your one true love and everyone else was a, a fuckwit who was standing in the way of you finding your one true love. Like, they were the problem. And so you should oh, hate those people. I have people. so many issues with that. <laughs> And so, yeah, ex-boyfriends are bad people because they were standing in the way of you finding your one true love. And so I think that's a big part of why in Western media you don't see a relationship like we have, where we are fairly close friends. Like, I I would say you are one of my best friends. But also my ex. Ex Ex-fiancé. Ex-fiancé. Put on the caveat. And you said I'm in the top five of your exes. That's, uh, I don't know if I said that, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) You said I'm the number one ex that you do a podcast with. That is, that is definitely true. I did say that. (laughs) That was on Telegram yesterday, wasn't it? (laughs) And so I think, I think people enjoy the podcast because this is a relationship that you really don't see much because of the, the standard view being like exes. Oh, they were the ones standing in the way of you getting with your one true love. Rip their teeth out with the tongs. (laughs) That would be hard. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what exes deserve. Exes are the worst. Yeah, I really dislike that. I think because I'm such good friends with so many of my exes. I guess that's or, a... Not so many of my exes, but like my You do have a lot friends. of exes. Millions. <laughs> Millions. Um, not all. I'm not friends with all of my exes, but a lot of them are good or close friends. And I actually realize this. I have this... They, they don't want to interact with each other, though. Yeah, I find that weird as well. Which makes it really complicated. I, I don't find it that weird. It makes a lot of sense to me, except that... It makes organizing a party like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I cannot organize stuff. Like, I can't... <laughs> I can't... I can't bring all of my friends together. Do any of your exes listen to this? 
Uh, yeah, one of them does. I was just trying to think. I was like, there's a couple that definitely do not and have said <laughs> they do not want to listen to it. Um, does your current boyfriend listen to this? No. Is that something you, <laughs> you sound like you don't want to talk about it and I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> um, uh, it's, a, it's, an, uh, it's an interesting thing and I don't know. It's not something that we've had fights about. Like, why don't you listen to my podcast? Because I'm like, I get why you don't want to listen to the podcast. I think if any of my exes did this podcast, I would absolutely listen to it. Like, I would obsessively listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, if it, <laughs> I would I would probably obsessively listen to it, even if it was someone that I didn't like. Yeah, oh, especially <laughs> then. <laughs> but I think that, you know, I think that also it's funny. I spoke to someone, we're talking about feedback from this podcast. I spoke to someone who said... You know, the podcast is great. Um, as I said, you do a great job. You're very patient with Peter. You're very and patient with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm a, like I'm a, a child. I don't know if that, that that's not specifically like what they like say. I'm a hassle. Um, why why are you patient with like why why do they feel like you are patient with me? I actually didn't ask them any any more details. I just I just laughed. And I was like, I am pretty great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're referring to my, my awesome jokes. I, I think it might be your awesome jokes and like you keep like going with them. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay. That's because they get funnier over time. I don't think that that is what happens. I had someone say to me, uh, well done on the podcast. You do a really good job translating that idiot who just speaks gibberish. I don't, is, does she speak English as a second language? Is that what's happening here? I dislike She's... this joke. This is a bad <laughs> joke. Terrible. This is just a bad joke. But thank you for being patient with me about it. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about it today that I don't know if you realize this, and I feel like I shouldn't be telling you this on a podcast. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I'm pregnant and it's yours. <laughs> the math doesn't that really be... make sense. but uh, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I saved some of your semen. and <laughs> I have like a free storage in my backyard. This is why my boyfriend doesn't listen to the current podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people I know don't like you. That, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> have they have they met me? And I'm trying to work out why is that? Well, it's probably because of jokes like have they met me? <laughs> <laughs> because this has been a thing like ever since I like for as long as I've known you. Right. Like for as long as I've known you, there's been like this like awkward kind of um tension re- like tension between you and like the other people close to me. Really? Yes. Why? I'm trying to work that out. So I went through a phrase of being like huh. <laughs> through a phrase. <laughs> phrase. A phase. Does she even speak being... English? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> of realizing that people form their opinions based on what I tell them. I remember very specifically realizing that people were forming their opinions based on my what I was telling them about my partners so this is like I think I think that this is a realization I came to pre you so PPE pardon PPE (laughs) pre Peter -Peter era (laughs) (laughs) PPE of SJ's life yeah PPE that yeah that you know because I've had a number of relationships where like my friends or family or whatever didn't like my partner and I gotta say 
they were right for a bunch of those <laughs> relationships. They were def- they were very right. Okay, just so we can edit this out if you want. But do your family not like me? No, no, no. My family think you're fine. Okay, cool. I really like your family. No, I'm thinking of previous relationships. Like, PPE. I had a really bad yeah PPE. I had <laughs> some really bad relationships. You are so patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> where particularly when i was like 18 19 where like all my friends and family were like what are you doing in this relationship and i was like i love him and afterwards i was like hey guys why didn't you tell me about how bad that relationship was and they're like we tried to but we couldn't really do anything yeah so i've had that i've had that kind of thing happen but like i feel like there's a hint of that with you and it makes me go wait on is this a bad relationship? Like, what's going on? As in currently or when we were together? Well, probably both of those questions. So I'm in the process of moving to America. And one of the big reasons I want to move to America is because I really feel like I fit in there. So I feel like Australians... Okay, first of all, Americans like me more than Australians because I'm a foreigner and everyone loves a foreigner. It's the accent. But also, I fit into America way better than I ever fit into Australia because I adore myself. I remember we've talked about this previously about when we got when we first met and you were like I'm really awesome and I was like who the fuck are you? <laughs> right, so you you had the same thing. Australians have a thing called tall poppy syndrome which is that we have to cut down the tall poppies because of reasons. And so in America though, if you're like I'm great, people are like oh this guy seems pretty great. <laughs> Which I fucking love this, because... That's a, that's a big generalization. But I remember when you went over to New York and you came back and you were like, it's great. People there are like me. I was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so that would that would surely be a factor. Yes, I think that that is definitely a factor. I think another part of it might be, and I'm just going to talk about me now because you've, you've put me onto my favorite subject. Uh, this is the PPE, the post-Peter era. Um, <laughs> you realize both of those, both of those are the same. <laughs> you got the joke. You're lucky this I'm so like, patient with you. <laughs> but <laughs> this is like bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder. Yeah, someone did not think that through. I think part of it is that I have very strong opinions and I don't like beating around the bush. I don't like being apologetic about opinions or anything like that. I just find that uninteresting and, and a waste of time. And it's something that you have to work, if you're a creative writer, you have to work to eradicating that new creative writing. And so that's kind of spilled over. So I won't be like, look, I understand a lot of people liked whatever film, but I had problems with it. I'll be like, that is a bad film. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You are so opinionated. Right. And so I I don't see that as a bad thing, but that would surely be a factor. Oh yeah. Oh, and I, it's weird because if I met you now, I do not think that I would go out with you. Really? Yeah. Why? I actually only just made that realization. Oh my god! I think if I met you now, I'd I'd fall more in love with you than I did the first time. Oh well. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're so patient with me. Yeah, I am so patient with you. Yeah, I don't think that I would go out with you. I think when we met, I found that okay, it's weird because I've been looking up a lot of like uh, pickup artist stuff lately because. There's this pickup artist group that are in Australia at the moment and they're messed up. Anyway, how did that relate? I have no idea. Okay, so part of like their strategy is like to, you know, be controversial. Like that's a really common kind of pickup strategy to like, because you want a reaction out of women. Right, yep. Does that make sense? Yep. So I feel like when I first met you, 
like I definitely I'm not saying that you were like do like specifically doing those things but I can understand just to put that in context of like why someone like reacts to those kind of things because of like the way that you're opinionated and you up yourself thought about life you like yeah you you like you like you backed yourself in a way that was really new to me that I both found like confronting but also like inspirational exciting like challenging yeah and I think particularly back then I was like I just love challenges and being challenged (laughs) so the reason we went out for three years and were engaged for two years (laughs) Is that you liked being challenged. Yeah. That's pretty much why. Wow. No, not, no, I just feel like now now that I'm a bit older and a bit more on an even keel, I'm not as attracted, I'm not as attracted to attracted danger. To that. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's exactly it. I'm not as attracted to dangerous, attractive men. <laughs> <laughs> this is doing so well for my ladies. I am single, just to let you know. <laughs> dangerously attractively single all i'm looking for is someone to be patient with me like i'm really attracted to to like sensitive sensitive people now which you are like yeah i i'm i'm on i'm on the less sensitive end of the scale i'm a happy robot yeah you're you're less sensitive and i think that that was like a big issue in terms of our relationship which we identified at the time oh yes (laughs) (laughs) yes we did (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we paid someone to help us identify that oh <laughs> yes why do you think your friends don't like me i think because you're really opinionated and also i frankly i think it's because you know in our relationship when the shit stuff happened they would hear that stuff and i think a lot of my friends are sensitive people and so it doesn't make sense like you don't make sense to them Right, because they only heard the one side and typically only the bad stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like that's part of it. That makes sense. And it's difficult also because weird, but because because we were polyamorous enough and dating other people and stuff. My other partners would be people that I would go to for help, but also like it's not something that I would, I wouldn't like celebrate all of our wins with my other partners. If just just to clarify, you definitely went to me for help. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I definitely went for you to help. <laughs> the way that was mean, phrased like, really sounded like I dated other people so I could get some kind of emotional support that I was not getting from the dangerous, attractive person at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean that you weren't doing anything. I just meant, like, I meant if there were issues in our relationship, other people would hear about it. I do actually think that it's this difference in terms of sensitivity, and I think that people don't want to see me get hurt. Why not? It's really fun, guys. Like, if you're listening to this and you get a chance, just throw a rock at SJ or, like, Shut up. burn her house down. Just anything to, to cause pain in her eyes. Other it's really... people live in my house. <laughs> Even better. Uh, so we have an outro today from Nick. Oh, yeah. I am excited about this. I have not heard any of these outros, so I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, you ready? Yes. Thanks for listening to Being Honest With My Ex. If you've enjoyed the podcast, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a review, and tell your friends. SJ is my favorite son. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, <this is>. <laughs> <laughs> That's all from us this week. Tune in next week to hear Peter from Japan. Woo! Bye-bye!